spill my own spit, I was so excited. <laughs> Where's my water? Yeah, I also almost choked on Josh's spit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. I'm Kevin. Hi, and Kevin. Hello. Kevin is on this episode of M-Class Emails, everybody. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for How having. was your flight? Was, my arms are tired. Uh, we so invited good. Kevin over to our M Class Studios, the M Class Podcast uh, Memorial Studios. Yeah, a rest in peace M Class Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this place looks expensive. Like I don't know what the rent on here is gonna be, but uh, two. Mm. It's twos. I don't so, know two or what. Two two things. Sounds like somebody's have a Patreon account. Somebody's. <laughs> We've. We make Sometimes so much money. Sometimes we take money. all the $400 and we get nickels and we roll around in them. <laughs> it's not enough for both of us to roll around in. We have to yeah, take, turns. take turns. Yeah. It's not enough, yeah. It's um, never, never, never enough. I need more nickels! <laughs> on this episode of M-Class Emails, as in every episode, which makes it very difficult to write episode descriptions, we're just going <laughs> to yeah. read your emails and answer them. It's this pretty t- standard. This time with Kevin. Kevin's here. Kevin <laughs> Cole as Kevin. Hi. Wait. <laughs> Think about it. Cross arms, not at the camera. <laughs> um, Pretend to play with something that doesn't work right. <laughs> Our first email of the night is from Joe, who says... What do you know, Joe? Captain's Log, star date 420.420, phase it. Oh, fuck. We're already in deep. <laughs> is, that a, is that a weed joke? A that weed is a weed joke? joke. We have those every now and then on this program. Yeah. Seems, Follows me wherever I go. Seems debaucherous, but okay. <laughs> debaucherous. Wow. <laughs> debaucherous, this man says. That's a, that's a, that's a $5 word. How interesting. <laughs> Sounds like that's enough to buy some weed. <laughs> <laughs> not where I'm from, dude. No, not around maybe here, up, buddy. Maybe up there in the utopia of legal weed town that you live in. Soon, soon. Um, soon. While exploring a yet unknown region of the Gamma Quadrant, we have encountered an ancient audio signal originating from the 21st century of Earth. The okay. contents of these historical audio logs appear to be from a time of great turmoil in Earth's history that until now we had no prior knowledge of. Is it now? Two historians are recorded on these logs, and occasionally an entity known only as Kevin. No, <gasps> possibly it's a like Q. He <laughs> <laughs> and from what we have gathered, these three were of great importance and probably pretty handsome. Ooh. <laughs> probably more like, fuck yeah, we were. Uh, these Yikes. logs have the crew concerned as they tell of events involving Starfleet personnel from its inception to our current era. Also, Kirk fucked a cat lady one time, and it was weird (laughs) and pointless. (laughs) Look, fucking a cat lady is never pointless. No. Look, if there's a cat lady and she's got, like, reasonable human-looking anatomy parts where your wiener goes in, you're gonna fuck the cat lady. Yeah, we're all cat ladies in the dark. (laughs) That is a deep philosophical moment from Kevin Cole. Possibly a cue. (laughs) 
these oh, logs man. must be vaporized and the signal destroyed, for I believe that if they are discovered, the ramifications could shake the galaxy to its core. And I, yeah. evil alternate universe Picard, will not allow that to happen. Oh, dun, no. dun, dun, dun. I out. knew this guy was hanging around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's where we were headed. I knew this we were headed a little to the Beastmaster Beastmaster 2. You and Beastmaster 2. It applies to most things in life. This man made me watch Beastmaster 2. Does Evil I Picard did? does Evil Picard have like a goatee or, or yeah. does he have hair or like? He has a goatee. I have the comic book with him on and he's it. ripped as it? fuck. I'll find it for you. Hold on. Yeah. And I'm I'd say that with that no hint of joking in my does, voice. Does he he is a, ripped. Wait, what? He has giant, muscly arms. Yeah. Does he have, like, a huge man bush? Probably. I'll find it. I found it right here. Here it is. Show Kevin the beauty. Yeah, fuck me up. All right, I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to drag it in this thing right here. Look at it. Can you see it? Um, uh, uh, Dude, he is uh, so ripped. uh, God, he's so ripped. uh, And Data's a Borg. Is Kevin jizzing? (laughs) I'm just crying. <laughs> Can you see it? What? I don't even know where to look. I'm just gonna Google evil. Go to it's Skype. in the fucking Skype, Skype thing. I'm in Skype and you guys are doing it wrong. All right, so I dragged it in. It's not there. I'm seeing I a, it. I have a broken JPEG in here. Oh, oh for fuck oh my, me! Our is, next email. No wait, is it? Is he's got a he's got a sleeveless. Yeah, yeah. sleeveless. Everybody in the Evil Federation has a sleeveless uniform with huge guns. God yeah. damn that rules! Look at Evil. Is that Evil Troy? Yeah, yeah. Evil Troy looks like a thought for sure. <laughs> She's just thotting it up over here, <laughs> or over there, I should say. Oh, Borg Data looks fucking awesome. Yeah, he does. Our next email is from Rich, who says, "Yo, Trekkest boys, whoever trekked." Trekkest boys, whoever trekked. Trekkest. So I'll get right to it. (laughs) I've had this problem with the Nexus from Generations for a long time, and then it makes absolutely no fucking sense. All right. My problem with it boils down to three main issues. One, Soren's plan. The ribbon only transfers you to Trek Heaven if it comes to you and not you to it, right? Not necessarily true. Oh, yeah? You have to... No, you have to. I think the more of it's more you have to like be in on an atmosphere. Like I think it has something to do with like where you're at, not like you're going to it. Oh, and who's okay. to say? Uh, and also, fucking uh, Kirk gets sucked in. He's not on a planet. He's on a ship. No, I know. So I guess, yeah. So I guess it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't really matter. He's like, well, if Dr. Soren can track the ribbon with such predictability that he can alter its trajectory by inches with exploding stars, then why doesn't he just hire a shuttle from Hertz and park it in front of the ribbon? Maybe he's not. I always got got that he wasn't sure that it worked that way. Maybe. Like, I thought maybe he saw the ships exploding, but, like, he he didn't know for sure if they were going to heaven. Don't, don't you know? take up for him. He's a villain. <laughs> Look. I think we all want to blow up civilization so heaven comes to us, all right? I said it, all right? I mean, it's a big gamble, but it seems like if it pays off, it pays off big. It's a, it's a huge win. Yeah. You it's never of, have to do anything. It's a lot again. of prep work for you that gotta, gamble. You gotta, you gotta spend big to win big, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> you gotta explode some neutron stars 
to make some money, right? That's yeah, the, yeah. how the saying goes. At Does least anybody have any trilithium? <laughs> trilithium. I just have quad lithium. Uh, Holy we shit! Trilithium has to be trilithium. This dude's like a thousand years ahead of us with his fucking <laughs> lithium over here. <laughs> um, two. The Nexus rule. The Nexus's rules. Picard yeah. and Soren enter the Nexus together, a place Soren has been obsessed with getting back to for 78 years. So yeah. his boner to get there must be pretty strong. However, Picard is able to drag him out of there just by deciding to do it. How is this possible? Why is Picard's freedom boner stronger than Soren's Nexus boner? Is that really a question? Like, No, that's not what happens. Yeah, I don't think that happens in the movie like that. Yeah, Kirk gets he lets he makes Kirk leave. Like, yeah, they go back in time for no reason. The Nexus lets them go back in time and then they punch Soren and he doesn't go yeah, in the Nexus. Because it's an extra dimensional, like it doesn't follow the rules of our dimension, so you yeah. can do whatever you want. Soren doesn't get pulled out of the Nexus. They go back to a time before he goes into it and they stop yeah. him. Yeah, they time travel. I, I think my issue with this is the the doubt in in implied in Picard's freedom boner. Like yeah, Picard's the, got the strongest dick in the universe. Yeah, the the boner of freedom erects itself slowly, but because <laughs> it needs to get all that blood. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is fucking beautiful. From time to time, the boner of freedom must be watered with the blood of tyrants. That's true. Holy fuck. Thomas Boner Jefferson said that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, his part three is something we talk about in the actual episode of Generations. Like, why bring Kirk out of here, like a big, yeah. out of shape, fat Kirk, to, yeah. like, five minutes before the missiles launched? Like, why not do it, like, three days or a week or a month or go back to when Sora right. was a baby? It's the, and it's the Terminator argument, right? Yeah. Why not go back? But when then the, you don't have a movie, yeah. Rich. Yeah, that's not, it's not interesting. It's, like, boring. I'm sorry, Rich. It's Sorry, Rich. You gotta have uh, tension in a movie. Even though time travel negates tension. Or should in many in many ways it, it does. should negate the tension, but they plan it in just such a way that it doesn't. Right, they they skirt it like they it's uh what, what's it like? It's like uh, eating too much. They eat just enough, right? Yeah. Could you imagine if Picard goes into the Nexus and like gets Kirk, and they go back in time to when Soren is just standing on a cliff, like looking at the majesty of nature as a teenager. They just push him off. They just it. fucking push him off, and that's the end of the movie. But also, it could fuck up the rest of the timeline if you do that, because who knows what Sauron did butterfly effect-wise, right? Yep. So there's another answer for you. But instead, uh, Kirk dies uh, un under a bridge, and then they bury him under some rocks. Oh, my. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'm dead. Heck. There's nothing. There's nothing. Rant over until I find more problems. Keep on trekking, you excellent bastards. Plain and Thank simple you. tailor and proud patron, Rich. Thank you, Rich. Credit man. I Thank love you that for plain the... and simple line. I do, yeah, too. Yeah, me, too. Thank you for uh, writing, and also thank you for being a patron. Rich is actually, like, a super patron. Like, he goes oh, way out of his yeah. way for us. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. Um, so, everything I said, Rich is correct, and don't... <laughs> don't uh, don't listen to Josh. Don't ever correct Rich. He's always right. <laughs> Our next email is from Christopher Mitchell. 
Hello, Christopher Mitchell. Who says, in the last emails episode, number 17 for continuity. Thank you, this is 18. <laughs> I knew it. I like how a fan has to tell me what number it is. <laughs> I don't know what number it is until I go to put it up. Yeah, me so, neither. Um, <laughs> characters with unjustified reputations were brought up, and it kind of turned into who would make a good ship's captain, with Riker being the prime example. Yeah. With his trombone-style Anbo Jutsu. <laughs> ah, I see you've mastered trombone style. <laughs> uh, this got my Trek gears a-turning, and I thought of a few choice selections for captains that I wanted to share and see what you thought. Oh, shit, yes. My first thought was Kira. Yeah. yeah. While, she, while she's a bit abrasive and opinionated, she has leadership qualities and the mental fortitude to get through tense situations without much trouble. Well, the boy, do I have good news for you, Chris Mitchell. She is a captain in she, Star Trek Online. No, she's not. Nice. She's the she's the Kai. Nope. She is a captain, what? then. What? What? This never fucking happens. You guys never have, like... She's, she's, uh, she's the Kai, and then she... She uh, is only uh, acting Kai. She they they go and they rescue what's her name from the Never Die Planet. Kai Win not Kai Win, Kai Opaka. Kai Opaka, yeah. And then Kai Opaka takes over the Kai ship. Okay. And then Kira becomes captain of Josh knows the- STO in ways that I don't. Like I've only played a grand total of like five hours of STO. I know Damn. it sexually. He knows it biblically. Yeah, <laughs> with my wieners. Um I will say uh, Kira, her abrasiveness is purposeful, and yeah. she leads the uh, Bajoran crew on Deep Space Nine very, very well. And I mean, she's the one who stops the Romulans from like mm-hmm. uh, putting weapons on the moon of Bajor. She does that by herself. She leads the Bajorans. Yeah. To do oh yeah, it. Like, she's to- absolutely capable of being a captain. She's, she's more Riker than anything. I oh think. yeah. Yeah, to be a to be a good captain, you have to know when to follow the rules and when to break the rules, and that's Kira's whole thing. Like, Kevin, you gotta know when to hold them. When when to, when to fold them. <laughs> it's like the you greatest when to walk away. <laughs> the, 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 gr- moon. the greatest philosopher of our times. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> captain Kenny Rogers. Captain. Kenny Rogers would be a better captain. He, got he, he definitely dots. knows when to hold them. um no kira is yeah absolutely she i mean in my head in my head canon which is actually debatably canon uh yeah she is one so i mean sto is as canon as you can get for what happens to these characters later yeah sto is where that good good shit is happening lore wise right like yeah that's what i'm saying it's kind of like where the the extended universe in star wars yeah. Yeah, except like there's already Before an extended was... Star Trek universe that like STO is kind of being like, nah, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, so it is like the Star Wars extended they, universe. They do use a lot of it though. Like they're, I don't, I mean, I don't want to say a lot. I don't know like a percentage wise, but like. I mean, they use more of it than like the new Star Wars movies use the extended yeah. universe. I mean, the new Star Wars movies are just like, whatever, nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened for 30 years, who cares? No, boring, it was boring, and then till this happened, and it's like, was it? <laughs> um, he put. He then puts forth Chakotay. Okay. His character was great once he was fully integrated into the Voyager lifestyle, i.e. not being a McKee anymore. 
He took him all of like two seconds not to be a maquis. Oh yeah, he was not a maquis to begin with, really. He didn't. He didn't really. He was like having second thoughts and like never told anyone. He always reminded me of a more spiritual Picard, where he would find a peaceful answer to a situation through people's personalities and cultures, as opposed to Picard, who would use logic, science, and the odd Shakespearean quote. Yeah. yeah. I would say Chakotay's okay. Uh, he'd be okay, Captain. He would be a very boring captain. Yes. A show I would not like to watch. Yeah, he would just be like a captain who's a captain and there's never a show about him, but they're there. But <laughs> yeah. but I would I would like to see a little more representation in my captains. Yeah, yeah. I think I yeah. I, I I'm cool with that. I think we can do a little better than Chicote. <laughs> Yeah, we can. <laughs> the problem with Chicote is like he's representing no one because all of the Native American stuff was made up by some white guy. Yes. Yeah. Like, who lied to the producers and said he was Native American. Yep. That's fantastic. Uh, my ultimate choice would be Miles O'Brien. The man oh, has been through no. hell both ways. No. No. I disagree with this. My, oh, let, no. let me read his reasoning. Maybe sorry, he'll sway I'm you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, this man has been through hell both ways, and most of his vocabulary is I, sir. On top of all of his accomplishments within Starfleet, he was a war hero, even being called the hero of Setlick Three. If anyone is deserving to enjoy the comfortableness of a captain's chair, I'd have to give it to him. And it has nothing to do with the fact that Miles O'Brien is my favorite character in the entirety of the Star Trek universe. <laughs> Absolutely well, not. Well, that's fair. Like, I love Miles, too. Yeah, I, think... I named my cat after him. One of them. So... <laughs> I think at the heart of this, like, being a captain is good and important, but um, you shouldn't value leaders over good followers, because yeah. Miles O'Brien is an amazing... I would have him on any team if I was to compose, like, the ideal like, oh, fuck yeah. Star Trek oh, show. Yeah. Miles O'Brien makes the list every time. Like, I think kind of the same reasons why Worf does, because they're both good soldiers. They're both good followers. Like, Yeah, they're not they're not particularly amazing leaders, though. Yeah, I... All, I always. I don't, I don't think you make a team of leaders, because that's just a power struggle. Like, that's you need, terrible, you, yeah. You need people who can, like, work with other people, and, like, Biles has, like, a great perspective, like, like, a great, like, crew-level perspective. Like, his engineer... The people who work as engineers for him, like... They kind of hate him because he's a perfectionist, but they also kind of love him, like because right. he's just inspiring to work with. Um, and he's like, also just a great dude, like in general. Like people like him just because he's so personable and like he's so friendly to everybody. I would charge over the trench with Miles O'Brien. Oh like, yeah, maybe before I charge over the trench with Picard because like I feel like Miles O'Brien gives me the real shit, and Picard is a great leader, but he is still like a person in power, you know. Right. I agree with all this. Yeah. I don't even need to say anything. Ke- absolutely. Kevin absolutely summed up my entire point I was going to make. So, so, way to go, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's like we have a team of Miles O'Briens here. <laughs> <laughs> We're all Miles O'Brien on some we, level, we right? Are. We are. We, we've all gotten yelled at by our significant others, like Miles O'Brien gets yelled at every day. We've all Aww. been put in mental jail for 20 years. <laughs> I know Mental I have. jail. <laughs> um, I hope this was as good for you as it was for me. Until next oh, yeah. time, Chief Engineer Christopher Mitchell of the USS Sriracha. That's a great name. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I, dude, I want some Sriracha. Oh god. Oh man, so. you ever done? Um, you ever done a Sriracha and vodka shot? 
No, but I want to now. Uh, I used to do that when I was sick, uh, and I have a video of me doing one. And they're fucking awesome if you're sick, but if you're not sick, they still taste like a really fast, spicy Bloody Mary. Oh shit! I want. <laughs> that. Sounds pretty good, honestly. It's not too bad. It's I'll be- have the replicator make me one. <laughs> Synthahol. Oh, oh, not Synthahol again. I don't um, want to be in control of my faculties at all. Our next email. Oh, no, go ahead. Doesn't someone uh, hack the replicator to make alcohol at one point? Or is it no. just not possible? Uh, when the Irish, uh, <laughs> when those weird <laughs> Irish colonists, like, are, are, are on the ship in the, in the cargo bay, Worf lets them, like, use the replicator to, to make, like, real alcohol. He's yes. like, he's like, the replicator can make more something spirits if you want. And uh, he, like, tells it to make real booze. Yeah, because they drink blood wine, right? They don't replicate that shit. Like, yeah, they don't replicate that yeah. shit. And that's actually alcoholic. Yeah, it's like yeah, more. It's kind of like a whiskey, I think. You can replicate actual uh, alcohol, though. <laughs> yeah. Wait, they're space Irish. Yeah. yeah. There's an episode of TNG where they find a colony of like horrible, horrible Irish stereotypes. Yes, my people. <laughs> Mine and too. Fuck's the hottest one. Yeah, and she is Surprise. very hot. Holy shit, she's hot. Like, I don't want to undersell this or anything. Like, she she wears a dress that has absolutely no back to it. Yeah. I was like, yep. I would do the same thing, Riker. Yeah. It's like the meme sweater. It's yeah. The meme sweater. It is so, pretty much very similar to that. Yeah, so, so, someone who listens to this will get that. Um, and Jeff I, got it. I'm also a pervert. Our next yeah. email I'm is... I'm looking so, it up. Our next email is from Phantom Thief Goofus. Goofus. Who Goofus. says, previously on Phantom Thief Goofus M-Class emails. Yes. Jeff, I'm pregnant and Kevin is the mother. Car bomb goes off. The 24 clock countdown sound effect. Oh, this is Irish. Jeff, remember how I said that I wouldn't fire you after the Patreon goes up? Josh, you did say that, Jeff. You did. Oh, that sounds like me. Jeff, I lied. Josh, no! no! <laughs> Lost sound effect. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, Josh, which do I shoot? They both look like the devilishly handsome Jeff Pennington. Why couldn't we solve this with a threesome? Oh, man, this is me all all over. <laughs> Gunshot sound. Is it, is it you and me? <laughs> It's just us standing next to each other like, what? That that one's Jeff. Which one? Don't you know which one's which? And I'm like, you both are Jeff. They sound exactly the same. Uh, Gunshot, gunshot, cash register sound effect. This is a a script. And now, the thrilling conclusion. Oh my god. I'm riveted. I pitch it. Ahoy, Trek boys. Trek boys! Trek boys. That was great. How is everything going? Hopefully you haven't given in to cosmic despair like the universe seemingly wants you to. Ooh, oh, that's heavy. <laughs> y- y'all ready for a pitch it or ditch it? it Hell it, yeah. It's okay, I'll wait. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, uh, I'm ready soon. You good? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Discovery. Cancel it and start over on not a dumb streaming service no one wants. The market is thoroughly cornered. Looking at you, DC Comics. <laughs> I'm pitching this already. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go ahead and pitch that one. Pitch, pitch whatever that is. Whatever that could possibly be is better, so. Um, Voyager. Janeway realizes that the ship has only been going half speed the entire time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, Kevin loved that. She's, he really did like that. Uh, she spends the rest of the episode trying to subtly speed up the Voyager so that no one notices. <laughs> oh my God. Seven of Nine might He's be on to her. <laughs> Wait, this thing goes to warp nine? <laughs> oh shit! I love um, that. I love that. I so thought you were way. saying five. <laughs> a B plot. Harry Kim tries to develop a personality. He eventually uh, settles on movie guy. All right, that's better than whatever he's got going on now. Does so. Harry Kim realize his personality was going half as fast? <laughs> I think the viewers did. Uh, Follow-up question. What is your favorite sci-fi invention? It doesn't necessarily have to be from Star Trek. I'm personally a fan of that storage cube thing from Jimmy Neutron. It's essentially a bag of holding, but technology. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good one. Bag of holding is cool. Hmm. What about you guys? I would say lightsaber. Eh, That's an easy one for me, lightsaber. But there's so many applications for lightsaber technology, like light razor, um, light butter knife. Light kill people with it. Yeah, light bullet. (laughs) Light bullet. You just throw it. (laughs) (laughs) You shoot the lightsaber out of another gun. It's a lightsaber gun. Light boomerang. They're That's a dangerous one. <laughs> They're coming up with that one. Um, I'm gonna have to go with replicator. Like that's the one oh, I want most. So good. Like I just want a hole in the wall that I say like pizza, and a pizza comes out of. <laughs> this guy keeps ordering pizza. <laughs> you can have anything in the universe. I have a pizza. Well, wait. You already had that thirty-seven thousand times. Uh. Then I'll have a different pizza. Pizza with pepperoni on it. <laughs> yeah. I I feel like my answer is eerily similar to Jeff's. Because I was going to say... That's why I don't know who to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I was... Like, just imagine I'm holding up a note card with something I've written on it. Like, it's... Um, is that Million Dollar Pyramid or whatever? The yes. newlywed game. $64,000 Pyramid. Yeah. It's also the newlywed game. That's uh, newlywed game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine says teleporter in parentheses to the pizza store. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> We're just, just like trying a, two different ways to get pizza. Really? Is it a one-way teleporter or is it a two-way but it only goes to the pizza store? Um, it's definitely a two-way because... Yeah, you gotta get back. I gotta way. get back. Can I have yeah. a bed in the pizza store? Yeah. That's not very sci-fi, but yes. Then like, I will have a one-way teleporter, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're going to eat the pizza and just go take a nap? Yeah, and that's, that's all I'm going to do with the rest of my life. I'm going to wake up and eat pizza and then go back to sleep. That's the worst lives. You live the dream and you... You, it's it's like ash in your mouth. You don't even care. You're right. What about pizza? Yeah, you're like right yeah, next to a pizza place. I don't care about pizza. Yeah, Josh is like the only guy I've ever met that doesn't like pizza. That's I a, don't not like pizza. I just have had so much. He pizza hates that it. That's he, a blessing. He would piss on pizza before he would eat it. If I, I mean, could quit, I would. I would eat free pizza right now. I'm not gonna buy pizza. The fucking the problem with pizza for me is like I'm lactose intolerant now, and like the uh, lactate pills like work f- 
fifty percent of the time on pizza. It's yeah, you gotta get that nut cheese, bro. The other half of the time, like I don't even get like regular like symptoms from lactose intolerance. Like I go straight to horrific stomach problems instantaneously. Jump on this coconut nut cheese, man. Like coconut cheese. Yeah, cheese. How much does that cost? Not very expensive because it's nuts. (laughs) Like. It's about the same as regular shredded cheese. It's like coconut mozzarella or whatever. Like, I hate shit, coconut. I love coconut. I love coconut. I hate it. Here's I'll um, eat it. You can also get like almond milk cheese. Like, see, you know, just, I already drink almond milk. So yeah, there's like there's there's like all kinds of nut cheeses now, and it's fun How to say milk nut and cheese. almond. Is there tits on an yeah, almond? You milk yeah, you milk the tit, the almond tit. <laughs> you ain't seen an <laughs> almond with tits, man. <laughs> I haven't seen an almond apparently. You milk it the same way you milk a dude. Yep. <laughs> With your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get it. Um, trek um, on trekking on, boys. <laughs> Catch oh, you on the flip. Email. I love questions like that. Phantom What's your favorite? Goofus. I like also, that. Pitch, pitch your idea. That fucking killed me. I love that <laughs> so fucking much. So good. You get the coveted make... Kevin Cole cracked the fuck up that in the episode. That was like the first time I've ever heard Kevin lose his shit like that. Because <laughs> it's so funny. It's ridiculous. It's only going half as fast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, uh, I'll think about that when I'm old and gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm our... only driving my car half as fast. <laughs> well, that happens. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um... <laughs> Our next email is from Pezcorn, Pez who says, corn. Hey, turgid boys. Turgid Aww. boys. Boner time. Turgid. What a disgusting word that is. I love that word. Boner time. Wait, wait, wait. Boners. Different podcast. Sorry. Anyways. I don't remember what one was that from. What is turgid from? I think it's from this. Didn't I talk about yeah, turgid, about the word turgid. on this one? Yeah. Maybe I'll bring up the word turgid very often on other podcasts. I don't remember, Who knows? Man. I don't word. even know. It's a fun word. Anyway, I have the most scientific question ever to be asked, and I was hoping you worldly scholars could answer it for me. Mm-hmm. Two. If a Klingon loses one of his two hemipenes in a Batleth duel to the death, Will yeah. said Klingon suffer from phantom ding-dong syndrome, <laughs> and would the only way for him to relieve the pent-up tension in his polterpeen be to ghost-bone his husband or wife until he ecto-jizzes? Okay. I mean, Kevin, would you like to take this one? I mean, I have a, I have a scientific opinion on yes. this. Yes. Sure. Yes, doctor. Um, I've heard if uh, your leg gets amputated... Um, you're, you're the, if you're the neuroplasticity of your brain maps over your leg brain part with your dick brain parts. And sometimes when you, 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 you do the jizzing, it feels like your legs a giant. It feels like you have a phantom giant jizzing leg dick. I am going to cut my leg off tomorrow. (laughs) I don't know what that would feel like. (laughs) I mean, it's gotta be great, right? Like, if your whole leg was jizzing? Holy shit. I don't know if that's real or not, but I definitely heard it. And, like, it could have been on the schoolyard, like, back in in high school. That sounds like something did you go to. That really sounds like something a kid in, like, grade school would be like, did you know that if your leg gets cut off, you have a phantom giant dick leg instead? I am willing to risk this. I am (laughs) willing to risk it. 
Just so, at least do a cursory Google search before you cut your leg off. So cursory? But, I don't have time for cursory. <laughs> by the by the transitive property, I would have to assume that cutting off half a dick means you feel like you have just a little foot. Like right. <laughs> a plus B equals C. Alright, oh so Kevin God. has answered your question to a level that no one else is gonna be able to. Yeah. There you go. It feels like a little foot is there. Yeah, you um, got foot dick. P.S. If I find out Picard has two dongers, I'm going to burn CBS to the ground. Uh, we didn't even talk about any of that tonight. No, we didn't. That, that would date the podcast, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, not that us talking about politics of the day didn't date the podcast well, already. Well, they'll be talking about this for 400 years, so I think yeah. we're, we're good. <laughs> um, PPS. Hi, Kevin. Heart. Hey, how's it going, man? Oh, yeah. Uh, yours until Voyager makes it back from the Delta Quadrant, Pezcorn. So hopefully never. <laughs> well, I stopped watching that show, so never. <laughs> uh, it's a shocker to you, maybe, Jeff, but it's like kind of a deus ex machina that happens. I know, I know. I watched it when I was younger. We're back. We're at Earth now. Fucking show. Anyway, um, we'll never our, make it. We made we're back. it. <laughs> our our next uh, our next email is from Sean, uh, not hey. Boston Sean. Oh, regular oh. Sean. Who says, "My dearest Trek boys, space <laughs> war is hell. I'm fighting in a space Sean. war I don't believe in for Mitt Romney the third over space weed is truly <laughs> a daunting task." Oh my God! I hope this letter finds you well, Jeff Josh. Special special guest Kevin, how are you all doing? Good. Well. Uh, presumably good, so that's good to hear. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, I said earlier I was going to say the truth. Oh, terribly. It's awful. <laughs> Not good. He's had to spend like four hours with us, so pretty fucking bad. <laughs> uh, um, I'm loving it. Thanks to this <laughs> podcast... Know. My wife and I started watching through TOS, and it's a whole lot better than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, it does that to you, right? Probably due to my love of practical effects and actual sets helping all of that. TOS is a lot better than people give it credit for. It I'm is. always willing to go to bat for TOS. Yeah, it's great. It's great comfort food for my brain, that's for sure. I love it. Mm. Uh, well, I didn't really have anything to write about regarding the latest episode because I haven't actually watched the show to go along with the podcast due to time and reasons. So there's that. Signed, reasons will always get in the way. <laughs> signed, Sean, not the actress or replicant, Young. Oh my god, I love Sean Young. Sean though. Young is beautiful. Sean Young in Stripes. Uh, Sean Young, oh my god, in 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 uh, fucking the movie you just said. Blade Runner. <laughs> Blade Runner. She's yeah, she's un- gorgeous in Blade beautiful. Runner. Yeah. One of my first crushes, I bet. Yeah. Mine was Daryl Hannah from Splash. <laughs> oh, it looks like, uh, I think Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell may have been the first one for me. Yeah. Kevin? Misty from Pokemon. That's pretty Shit, good. Yeah, That's dude. a pretty good one. I uh, bet you're in, like, heaven now with all these cosplayers pl- cosplaying Misty from Pokemon. Yes. my Every moment of my life is ecstasy now. 
<laughs> I no longer suffer. I am in heaven. Nobody ever cosplays as Kelly Kapowski. No, it'd be too. It'd be too ironic. Also, um, Josh, if you got some good Misty cosplay, send it my way. Uh, I got a few for you. I'll, I'll take those too. By the way, okay. I, I'm like your drug dealer when it yeah. comes to porn. Our uh, our next email is from Steve Nemzik. Steve. Uh, he actually saves us from a problem we just had. Oh, cool. Uh, hey, my friends. Glad to see Josh made it home from England intact. I'm Yay. not dead. Uh, so yesterday it was announced that Patrick Stewart will return as Captain Picard in a Star Trek series for the CBS streaming service. There you go. I'm interested in your thoughts on this. Are you happy like I am, but also worried it will suffer from bad writing and forever taint the Picard legacy? I wasn't, and now I am. <laughs> I posted that gif of Zap Brannigan and Fry who are about to get snoo snooed and they yeah, keep like and smiling, like, smiling and that's exact dude, and that's such a good that's exactly how I feel. That's, that's my reaction. So, yes. I, I will remind you that Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart's last major role was like the poop emoji in the Yeah, exactly. Like people keep being like, Oh well, Patrick Stewart won't let them make a bad show right, and I'm like, This dude's right. an actor's actor. Like he's on stage to do the job, regardless right. of what the job is. He played the shit in a movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For money. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Like he he has kind of a like I don't think he's ever been in a role where he was like, I don't think I should do this. Yeah. Because he takes the role he's given and yeah. elevates it, but he doesn't change the role he's given. Right. And, and to be perfectly clear, like, if any of us were offered the role as the poop in the Emoji movie, we'd probably we would take do it. it. For money? Yeah, we'd do it. Uh, I play how the much poop emoji. we talking? I play the poop emoji in the movie of my life every day for free. <laughs> <laughs> so, if yeah, Dew I would Code do it for Red mine. came to me. Mountain Dew Code Red. You're referencing shit that isn't even in the podcast. <laughs> Fucking Shirley Temple in a bottle. It's a delicious product. <laughs> I stand by them. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was from a uh, Watch M Class podcast. If you like M Class emails, you'll like M Class podcast. If they're not, here's the thing. I was, I put up a fucking poll on Twitter because we get so few views on this show on YouTube, yeah, on YouTube, and so many on the podcast. There's like a huge discrepancy. Do you yeah. think? Do you, do you think they're two separate tribes? Like, wouldn't that be hilarious? Like people who just refused to watch the real show and they watch and they listen to this. Holy fuck, that'd be so funny. God, that would be funny as fuck. Uh, So, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I I am too. That's as best as I'm gonna get. I I mean, I I love Patrick Stewart and I think he's great at everything he does, even the poop emoji. I think Mm -hmm. he's funny. I like that he hangs out with Seth MacFarlane and he he makes fun of himself. I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope it's good. I hope they pick some writers who can write. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, I'm, I, I got excited. There's no way to not be happy that Patrick right. Stewart is stepping back into the role of Captain Picard. Right. But it comes with some risks. Nothing is yeah. without risk, right? Yeah. But it's been a little while since anybody wrote anything good Star Trek. Yeah, maybe we're due. I feel like we're like a, like a sports team fan and we're like we're due for a good year guys yeah <laughs> maybe um, it'll happen 
Yeah, I, maybe maybe it could. I, I don't think it'll be the turning point. I think, I, like, I, I'm sorry to kill the hype, but like, I don't think it'll be the turning yeah. point in the show that makes it suddenly amazing. I think it'll probably be a pretty good episode in a kind well, of. Well, it's it's not an episode. It's a series. It's, it's a, a series. They're doing a whole series? show. He's coming oh, back for uh, a, whole a series, series of his own. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not Discovery. Oh, I thought he was coming to Discovery. Oh, my bad. No. Okay. Well, then. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't right. step foot on that shit show. <laughs> Not my find... piece, too. They wouldn't pony up enough money to get Michael Dorn on the they show. They could get Michael fucking Dorn. How are they going to get Captain Picard? <laughs> we should. We could probably get Michael Dorn on this show. Absolutely, uh, we could. I've heard about how much he costs to be on things, and no, we could not get what him for this show. What is it? $3? Well, he wanted the same amount of money that he got for Nemesis to be on Discovery. And uh, we don't have that much money. <laughs> How much do you make on that? I movie? can't pay my rent, guys. I got no money. <laughs> How much do you make? I don't $100. know. $100. I can't afford that. <laughs> and $100. And $100. Yes. Look, that- if, if he came by and said, if you could spare me a sandwich, I would be on your podcast. I'd be like, dude, I can't afford that shit. He's not Tim Russ. He's Michael <laughs> Dorn. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if he asked for a sandwich, we'd probably have to negotiate him down to a hot dog. But <laughs> You start at sandwich, and you go down to hot dog. It is technically a hot dog. In some, uh, a hot dog is technically a sandwich in some circles. Not in my fucking If circle, you're a fucking not. heathen, it is. Get out of my life, dude. Hot dog is think, its own thing. Yeah, if you think hot dog is a sandwich, get fucked. <laughs> Kevin, do you think hot dog is a sandwich? This is a test. No. Uh, he's allowed one. I believe him. Uh, maybe? I don't know. I uh, get the fuck is, off my show. <laughs> is an open face sandwich a sandwich? No. It's, it's like in the platter. name, though, huh? Yeah, but it's only because there's bread underneath it. Yeah, man. Um, but like, if you could pick a setting for this show, what would it be? Would you have Space. Admiral Picard or Captain Picard or what? I feel like what they're going to do, and uh, I feel like uh, I'm going to do a little Mike and Jay here. I feel like what they're going to do is he's not going to be in Starfleet, and he's going to come back for some reason. Something's going to happen. I'm going to also assume and guess that it's the Iconians. It has something to do with the Iconians. Alright, I'm going to guess that he lives in Space France with his rude brother. Uh... (laughs) And he's dead. Uh, Rude brother's dead. What? Yeah, Rude what? brother died in uh, Nemesis. What the fuck? They're dead. Wow. Yeah, the kid's dead too. Everyone's dead. Holy shit. Yeah. What about yeah. the grapes? The, the grapes, grapes are, are all dead. dead. Did they did they glass France? What happened? No, they died in a fire, which is crazy because you—that's what you get for living like an old-timey French man. <laughs> Your house starts on fire, and you don't have space technology to save you from it. Did the Borg do it? Maybe. Think about it. <laughs> Q did it. Think about it. Could have been Q. It's Q did it. Though. He was like, no one can have Picard's love but me. Q, Q did it, and then he trapped all of their souls as mariachis. And that's what he uses oh, to torment Picard. Oh, no! That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Um, I am going to hazard a guess Yeah. that uh, Picard is an admiral... Uh huh. In Starfleet, and there's never gonna be anything related to Iconians in any any canon Star Trek thing besides STO ever. A man can dream. 
I'm going to guess. He's gonna be like, there's gonna be something that catches his interest. That has, something brings him back. Like, yeah, the, it's some, gonna be yeah. the Borg. It probably, you're probably right. It's gonna be the Borg, right. and he's gonna be like, I'm the only one who knows how to stop these Borg. I want to take command, like Captain Kirk. So it's gonna be the plot to Star Star Trek Armada Two, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's gonna I'm be cool like the, the motion picture where like something happens and like. Picard gets to take control of a ship. Yes, that's you're right. You're no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm yeah. wrong. You're you're right. That's it. That's what um, it is. Does yep. does Picard have a history with the Borg? Oh, <laughs> 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 Kevin, you're like way too much for me tonight, Kevin. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're killing me, dude. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Kevin batting a thousand tonight. (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. Uh, Our next email is from Charles. In charge. Uh, You make that joke every every single time. time. (laughs) Of our days and And our nights. Good luck syncing that shit up. He probably uh, loves this. He's probably like, I've never heard this before. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> well, let's, let's see what the email's about. Maybe let's see C&D. what the email is. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, let's Jeff read. and Josh and maybe Kevin? Hi, hey. hi, hi. Hey. Uh, well, congrats on finishing up the Trials collection. Uh, don't we still have another one? We're not done yet. We got one more. Yeah, we got one more. It's a uh, fucking DS9 episode? or Yeah, it's... Um, it's the it's the one uh, I don't with even uh, O'Brien and yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 oh nice 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 I don't even know my own fucking thing that I I, I made I a design it. for it and everything uh, uh, <laughs> yeah we got another one yeah but he says another one in the bag before you do the Q collection the Klingon classics and eventually the wedding collection we got Satan's boy Satan's is coming up next baby Satan's probably not but maybe maybe. I think think the secret thing that I'm keeping under wraps is that the Satan's collection is going to be in October oh for Halloween (laughs) for Halloween so don't tell anybody about that that makes sense the 42 people who listen to this don't tell the other well we have a strong YouTube contingent that only (laughs) listens and watches on YouTube (laughs) I was thinking about Voyager this week, and the main premise... I'm so sorry that your week was terrible. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear about your week. Oh, man. Fuck you, Voyager. Piece of shit. No, guys. We already fixed it earlier in this episode. (laughs) We sped it up by twice. Uh, I was thinking about Voyager this week and the main premise of the show might add... uh, And how the main premise of the show might add to some of its failings. Mm-hmm. Voyager is supposed to be a ship lost in space, except it's not. They know exactly where they are and exactly how long it'll take, which defeats right. the mystery of finding their way back. Maybe it's just me. No, but space is so big, though. Like, honestly, like, there's more stars in our galaxy than there are grains of sand on the beach. So, like, if even though, even though you know where you are, you're not, you don't know what you're seeing. Like, it's, it's so big. The thing is, they know exactly where they are because they have Neelix with them. Also, like, they have computers that just know stuff. Like, yeah. Right? Like, they can just be like, oh, here's a star that I know, so we can and it's orient. Like, there's a specific episode where Neelix is like, I don't know what the fuck's past this point. Like, I'm useless now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except he does. 
Like, he continually tells them the names of planets and places for the rest of the series. I fucking hate Neelix I, so much. I'm so glad that you say that, because every time I talk about hating him, you're like, but what about the gif of him dancing? <laughs> <laughs> that gif is dope as fuck. Um, I think... And I, <laughs> sorry, I think the no. problem with uh, Voyager is the... Is what makes DS9 good. Like, DS9 is good because, like, all the problems stay where they are and, yeah. like, they roll into each other. And Voyager never has to think about. Well, you can just fly away from your problems, yeah. like, literally. And they do. And, like, they try and make it a character drama from time to time. And all the characters they, suck. And all the characters <laughs> suck. And they want to return to the status quo, like, really yeah. bad because they want it to be. They're 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 kind of strangled by the by like their um like by their premise, which is like we it's like the Twilight Zone, except right. we keep all the same characters and um, they're always the same. They're yeah. always the same. You can come in at any time. Please come in at any time. Right. Even in TNG, it's like what Picard did Borg stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like there's some Kevin kind of just learned that he did just, like I, two <laughs> seconds ago. I'm, I'm touching I'm touching my ear right now. Uh, I'm 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 getting it in like, just now that Picard did Borg stuff. <laughs> This just in, Picard did Picard Borg did stuff. stuff. <laughs> Honey, do you want to do Borg stuff tonight? Nah, I have a headache. You, you want to do Borg stuff? It's your choice. You want to be the mayor? <laughs> it's your choice. <laughs> Trying to be the Borg mayor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Picard, Picard had a brief term as mayor for the Borg. Mayor for the Borg. <laughs> All these jokes that no one is good. People are just going to be like, why the fuck are they laughing at this? Why am I listening to this? I should switch over to the regular M-Class podcast. (laughs) No, don't. No, don't. Um, We have to to explain why Voyager's bad, because it's not apparent. It's pretty pretty apparent. Uh, Now break out your ball caps, put on your jersey, and those really high socks, because here come the pitches. Oh, shit. Nice baseball (laughs) reference. Oh, that's okay. Oh yeah, sports. Uh, TMG. Somebody knows about him. Barkley notices everyone on the ship is acting fidgety after bringing an alien satellite on board. People start tapping their hands and feet uncontrollably. Data has locked himself in his quarters and is rapidly hitting keys on his terminal. Holodecks are being used 24-7 to reenact old films and songs. It isn't until Dr. Crusher tap dances in Morse code that Barkley learns what's happened, that the satellite was built to simulate the musical section of the brain using a sound wave for entertainment purposes. Whoa. But the species it was meant for had a higher tolerance. However, Barkley is literally tone deaf and can't hear the audio cue to simulate <laughs> oh, his brain. Oh, man. He then, has to fight th- he then has to fight through a string of show tune rehearsals and get to the cargo bay and eject the satellite before Data's techno beats start overriding the computer's memory buffers. I love this. I'm pitching this. I uh, love yeah. this. Yeah, this is this is a good uh, musical episode. Oh, yeah, man. there is yeah. a great ending to this episode. He, okay, everyone's okay. happy once it's finally over, and the last shot is the poker game where they're all soaking their feet in tubs of water. That's cute. That's oh. amazing. <laughs> Dude, would, I'm gonna hard pitch that one. That's so good. I would pitch it, and my punch up for this one is, um, I'd I'd add a little scene at the beginning of the end of Barkley like 
rehearsing for like a musical. Yeah, or he's going for a musical. Right, he's gonna I, be like in a play or something. Yeah. Yeah. No rhythm. No. No he's tone. Terrible. Yeah. Just total Kevin Cole in high school trying. And to <laughs> everyone's like lying to him. They're like, "Yeah, you're you're good. You're good, Reg." <laughs> like everyone does. Like, you know. It's exactly like that scene where everybody's like staring in disbelief at Data, like reciting his poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll be like, good volume, and we need more boys. <laughs> we need more boys! <laughs> oh, man. We've got, we've got Keiko O'Brien in a beard right now playing the <laughs> rabbi, so... Fiddler on the roof? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, no, you're no Tevye. <laughs> oh, shit. Who would uh, be Tevye? Uh, data, obviously. Da- data, data, yeah. Yeah, data, data would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, pitch the hell out of this one. Yeah, this pitch great. it. Double yes. pitch it. Super yeah. pitch. Um, the next pitch is TOS era. Kirk mm. has a showdown with Klingons about what it means to be a true warrior by forcing him to a hunt. This serves as a treatise on toxic masculinity and how there's no right way to be a man. The episode ends with the Klingon dying from his wounds since he refuses to be treated by bones. Spock muses that his extreme position hurt only himself, followed by Kirk pointing out that his son will now grow up without a father, and that behavior like that hurts everyone involved. I grew up uh, without a dad, and I turned out fine. <laughs> That's uh, true. So Kirk is right, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love this. I would definitely picture yeah, it. This is yeah, a this beautiful is story. I like yeah, this a this lot. Yeah. But my punch-up for it is they're hunting... <laughs> dancing. They're hunting hot babes. What? <laughs> like, literally with, like, guns? Yeah, like, they're they're hunting aliens that, the, that, that look like hot babes that the Klingons consider to be, like, not. Kevin, boy, do I have an Enterprise episode for you, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Do they, there is do an they episode? crash land on Babylon 12 or something? They crash land... Well, no, they, they land Babylon. on a rogue planet that's, that uh, <laughs> is, like, floating in, like, space, uh, not around a star, like, not orbiting a star. And they find hunters there, and these hunters are hunting all kinds of shit. Um, and Archer sees a beautiful lady, like, in the woods... And, uh-huh. and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, well, And he tells everybody, and and they're like, "Captain, what are you talking about? Like, there's no woman here." And it turns out that the aliens that the hunters are really after are like these like shape shifting aliens that like the babes. Then and they so the, the one looks like a like a beautiful lady because of a poem that. There's a train. Uh, I'm sorry. Ghost train. Because of a poem oh, I'm that. I'm so uh, spooked. Archer's mom used to like tell him. Ghost Train telling me to wrap it up. <laughs> I, I would not punch up this episode with hot babes. I'm sorry. All right, yeah, that's fair. That's that's probably <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's, probably, that's fair. That's fair. I, I think that's a perfect TOS episode, and yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's an episode that they would have because they have the whole like Charlie X episode, which is about like how men like treat women like they're objects. And, like, Kirk tries to teach Charlie that, like, you can't fucking force someone to like you. Jackie Treehorn c- treats objects like women, man. <laughs> um, would, you pitch, would you pitch it or ditch it? I Josh. would pitch it. I would pitch it. Yeah, no, this is great. I like it. Pitch it. Um, also pitch. 
he ends the email by saying, looking forward to emailing you again, but they only let us send out letters every two weeks here on the penal colony of Rorapenthe. The penal asteroid of Rorapenthe. Signed, Charles, prisoner 43297. Wow, you You're had not a 42069 joke in there and you didn't take it. <laughs> yeah, I respect, the, <laughs> I respect oh, the fuck out of you. Shit, that's man. pretty. That's pretty respectful. Oh, <laughs> uh, such a good. That's a good one. Thank you. Is that um, it? Our next that email. That yeah, our next email is like uh, difficult, but I'm gonna try. All right. It's I from, can't promise this. Is it in English or what? Uh, it's part of it is. It's from Yakub. Yakub. Okay. Who says, before we begin, let's take a moment to listen to the soulful tunes of Boys to Trek with hits such as End of the Row, I'll Make oh Love God. to You with My Two Dicks. I love and that one. One Sweet Day to. That's pretty good. I love puns. That's a, that, that's a good one. That's Buy a the Hollow Sweet program <laughs> now. By calling the number on the screen. I don't see it! It's 1-800-69-429-9. You're still missing a number. Shut the fuck up. Alright, uh... The Charles Collection is so good that there's not enough emails for you to read. Uh, what? The Charles Collection is so good that there's not enough emails for you to read. Below, okay. you may find something to discuss. You could pick and choose depending on how much content you want. I see. He okay. gave us like a, like a, a list of topics. Okay, so here's the difficult part. Mm. And I'm trying, Yakub, even though you said I didn't have to because I'm an asshole. Okay. Uh, a bit of pronunciation. Jadzia in English is pronounced like on the show. Jadzia in Polish is pronounced Jadwija. Okay. And it's an actual he, name, apparently. Oh, oh, really? That's interesting. I like stuff like that. Like, uh, huh. the Ewok language is really like a 90-year-old Mongolian lady just Wait speaking. Wait a second. Is it? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, they oh. were like, they like, like, heard her talking uh, at like a party or something, and Ben Burt was like, yo, come in and I'm going to record you talking. That's really cool and kind of insulting. <laughs> That's Ben Burt. Ah, let me uh, record this uh, stapler for a Star Wars. <laughs> fully, fully people that aren't known for their tact. Ah, let me just record this uh, two dicks humping each other <laughs> for a Star Trek Discovery episode. That's what the sound the engines make is. <laughs> I I hate to say it I hate to say it Yakub but I'm gonna have to skip this question since the actual pronunciation of Polish Jadzia is on a website and I can't hear it because I'm on a podcast. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Those, are, those things are hard anyway. Sometimes they say, like don't work right. Uh, we tried. His point is that the Polish Jadzia is pronounced completely differently. It's a yeah. diminutive version of an, a Polish name. And it's like someone continually mispronouncing a name on a show. Oh, on a show, right. Yeah. Like, it's like somebody named Keblin. Or Jez. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> or anytime anyone in Star Wars says Han instead of Han. Yeah, oh. what the fuck? That's the that's um, immediately what I thought of. And I was change like, Change yourself. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> fix your life. Uh, Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Uh, I'm almost done with season six of TNG, and I still don't know where the bridge is located on the Enterprise. Up at the top. 
Yeah, it's the circle on top. It's the tip of top. It's the yeah, little it's tiny the... circle on top. It, deck yeah, one. Yeah, like the target. Yeah, it's in the middle. Uh, it's, I like how he says, help me, M-Class Podcast. You're my only source. Nice. Since I'm unwilling to dive into extra material. Dance for me, Trek boys. Oh, no. <laughs> I got that tap dancing satellite in my brain. <laughs> Dude, I want to see that episode. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Yeah, it's yeah. at the top. It's Everybody at the top. That. Like, the Discovery one is at the bottom, but that's the yeah, only one. All the shit. others are at the top. That's the- fucking crazy. Who fucking approved that? That's it's some different, idiot. so some it's idiot. good. Some idiot. Some idiot. God. It's dumb, like right? A- like, it's fucking stupid, right? Like, it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, I was, I, was putting, I was putting you guys on a little bit, but yeah, it, it's, it is dumb. <laughs> There's so many stupid things. <sighs> It's, I think my point stands. It's different, so it's good. Right. We it's changed different. it, even though it doesn't matter, because Somebody did it's some different. Today. They made a different yeah. thing happen. Oh, okay, cool. I feel like I feel like that is a microcosm for, like, reboot culture. It's yes, like, it is. We put it on the bottom instead of the top. We literally flipped the script. This pizza, you eat crust first. <laughs> oh, no, it's that pizza with that stuff in it. Stuff Cheese. crust, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Stuff in it. What do you call it? Yours, yours rolling on engagements. Yakub, Ensign of Sciences on ORP Lightning. What? You, you probably Yaku. thought all spaceships are American made in the post Cochrane world? <laughs> uh, USS does not mean United States, it means United Starfleet ship. Yeah. yeah. So it would be the USS Lightning. It would still yeah. not be the ORP Lightning. That's every, everything's USS on Sorry, Yakub. America wins again. <laughs> Nah, I'm, I'm just shitting you. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny, though. Our next email is from Kyle, who Kyle. says, Hey, wagon train through the stars, boys. I see. That's I was what wagon is. train through the stars, boys. We, we never do truck boys anymore. Why, why don't you guys... I, wait. I, I did like it earlier. Doing... I did it earlier in the episode, and neither of you motherfuckers did it with me, so... I feel like I've been doing it this whole time. I'm sorry. I get $10 every time I say it, so... Oh, man. <laughs> Why don't you just say it all the time? Because <laughs> I'm not Because uh, it comes from greedy. you, Jeff. Yeah. Because oh. Jeff has to give it to me. Uh, I owe you a lot of money, I guess. <laughs> well, good thing I accept in trade. I'll mm. trade my ass. Uh, I was there it f- is. I was there. farting around Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now you can kind of piece together. Yeah, one. you can put the puzzle together on that one. <laughs> I was farting around Reddit and came across a profile that was shilling for the Cheeto-in-Chief and posting to Star Trek subs. I asked them this. Star Trek's entire premise revolves around a utopian society where there's no money and society is incredibly accepting of one another's differences. Is this a real thing? I I have a hard time believing this is real. Whether this happened or not. (laughs) Sure. Um, it's driving themes of rationality, progress, and discovery. How do you rationalize supporting Trump while at the same time liking Star Trek? It's not my intention to condescend. I genuinely value your opinion. I can see how many of the points brought up are morally gray, so I'm curious to see what a person with an opposing ideology has to say. Yeah. Uh, he responded thusly. Oh, man, this is a lot. Um... (laughs) Our current government isn't rational, progressive, or interested in discovery. They are interested in money and holding on to power. We are ruled by a mob. The idea that there are two parties, Republican and Democrat, is an illusion. 
Yes, they quibble about issues that seem important. Like, did this really happen? Don't this, you guys this, love this, Reddit? Like, this, don't you this, just love yeah. Reddit? This, <laughs> feel, this is why I, I you should never go on Reddit. Reddit's terrible. <laughs> it's it's the worst. Yep. Oh, Donald Trump comes into the system as an outsider with his own money and infrastructure. He's no, he's be- actually a mobster. So. Yeah, he's the best <laughs> chance at real reform we've seen in our lifetime. That's why they hate him so much. That's why the I mean, media and Hollywood are endlessly trashing him. Oh, that's like why how it could is. you possibly be this fucking stupid? That's so why like, it is. I get so it. like they're doing they're doing the thing. They're they're not they never play defense. They're not. Yeah. They're they're just. They're just not arguing what the argument's about. They're changing right. the argument. That the argument like, is now about why people hate Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Instead like, of how do you like Star Trek and support a dictator. What What's really happening here is this person's like, I like Star Trek because they're spaceships, and I right. like Donald Trump because I'm afraid of everyone. Right, because so, I don't like brown people. Yeah. yeah. So that's there's your answer. Like, yeah, that's the that's the short answer. I think Kevin sums it up. Well. Yeah, it's true. I agree with Kevin 100. percent But it's like I'm reading through this, and I'm not gonna uh, repeat it because it's a bunch of fucking stupid horse shit. But like, yeah, yeah. it's I can't believe that somebody Whoa. could get the Star Trek universe this incredibly wrong. Well, Jeff, like, I, I agree, but like this. That you're you're infringing on his freedom of speech. Like as a platform provider, we have to read the entirety of this Trump supporter. Oh right, yeah. I forgot that we have. Like, Oops, I accidentally things. deleted the email. <laughs> oh no, not the freedom we lost of speech. The, Oops, I we accidentally lost the email. I accidentally emptied out my trash. Oh no! Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. He lost an email. Lock him. up. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate what you were trying to do. Like, he said, uh, maybe you want to... I, I pr- thought you'd want to hear it straight from the horse's mouth or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, I don't care what This is not an open forum where we hear other people's opinions. This is the Jeff and Josh's opinion and sometimes Kevin's show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, don't give a, I don't give a fuck what your opinion is unless you're sending us a nice email that has your Star Trek opinion <laughs> in it. Well put. I agree. He's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, hello, my gorgeous podcast voices, says Evan Chirot. Okay. Go- Big fan of... Podcast voices. <laughs> gorgeous podcast voices. That's... There it is. Ten dollars. Uh, big fan of Gull. What are we going to do about the children Ducat here? Nice. My whole family has loved Star Trek, and my mom used to tell me and my brother that we might actually get to live that life. I don't know if she realized that even in the show, that shit was centuries away. And there's an apocalypse in between. There's three yeah, apocalypses in between, actually. Three. Yeah. yeah. I've, been, I've been re-watching all of the episodes, all of them, for the past nice. while. I'm done with TOS and TNG, and almost done with DS9. Your comments are always insightful and have helped me put words to the parts I loved, even when I didn't know why. Yeah, that's that's Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. That's beautiful. My girlfriend has watched a few episodes with me and doesn't hate the series. She even warmed up to DS9, which started off as her least favorite. She helped me compose this email and even chose her own rank in the signature. Spoiler alert. Nice. Anyways, I'll keep it short. You guys rock. Your podcast rocks. And I regurgitate your guys' comments when arguing why the series is better than the new movies. Keep up the good work. Maybe one day I'll even support your Patreon. Yeah! Thank (laughs) you. 
Yours truly, Tactical Officer Evan Sherratt and Counselor Jennifer Tempest, which is a nice. great fucking name, by the way. Jennifer that Tempest. A, that is a great name. That is a dope name. That's really cute. I like that they watch the show together. And, like, I don't know. I, I really like sharing, like, yeah. TV shows and stuff with other oh, people. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure. That's really exciting to me. And, and like, I like, I like watching shows other people are interested, like, even if it's not my jam, because I want right. to know more about the other person. Yeah. Like, I had cool. to watch Frasier a lot. <laughs> for me? For me? <laughs> for you. Because you're getting close to me? Here's yeah, I wanted to know about you more. Here's the thing. Everybody at home is like, Jeff, you coward, bully, cad, and thief. But I don't fucking like <laughs> Frasier, and I never I have. Either. Jeff, oh, we're the no. same person. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, we're the same person. Same person, I like dude. I, I don't like it. I love Frasier, but it does... It, it is bad it is <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like, gonna make like a like whether it's good or bad like i'm not making I, yeah. a quality decision on it i just don't quality. enjoy it myself it's, it's, it's just not like my speed yeah i always I love, tell people i'm too dumb for it like i'm not yeah. smart enough to That's enjoy fraser yeah I, I love british farce and like the the structure of fraser is just it's a british farce like every week and it's just it's it's mostly silly and dumb, but it yeah. pretends to be smart, right? And and it's really obvious, like some of the time about how it's pretending to be smart, and you have like right. the, the dad who has like the lower class like thing, and like it's cool. Yeah. There, there's there's some like writerly like I don't know like stage play shit about. Oh, I've it, seen every episode, Kevin. <laughs> have you multiple times? Holy shit. Nice. Um, I don't think even I have made it all the way through. But like, there's, there's like occasionally like a transcendent episode that's really fucking funny. Or a yeah, funny, like um, like the Corkmaster episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Okay, maybe not that one. I. Train, train, train! me to wrap They it all, up. they all kind of blend together for me. Uh, a lot of them. It's just like Fraser. Uh, I know this isn't the Fraser cast, but like Fraser and Niles are their brothers, and they do stupid stuff, and, and they're want, rich, and they just want their dad to love them. One of them wants to fuck the British lady. Yep. Yeah. And then he does. It. Then he gets to. And then he does. And then um, the show's over. Yeah. But like, if they reboot it. Like, there's no way Fraser isn't going to be a Trump supporter, and Frederick has to, like, live with him because Fraser fucked up the economy. He's dead, so. Frederick? The dad? Oh, oh no. Frederick's no. his son. Oh, yeah, Frederick's the dad his died. son. The, the dad fucking rules. Like, yeah, he, he was, was great. He's, he's the, the guy. say anything dad. Yeah, how are yep. you going to do the show without that guy? That's the only one I even remotely liked. You gotta bring Frederick in. Here's I'm pretty thing. sure the dog is dead, too, so that sucks. Here's the thing, right? Is I watched Cheers. Cheers is an okay show. I don't like okay. Cheers. Out of all the characters on Cheers, you chose fucking Frasier to make a spinoff? <laughs> yeah. People loved it, dude. <laughs> like, it's like making like the Harry Kim spinoff. <laughs> yeah. It's like fucking my favorite, my favorite Cheers character, because I was never that big into Cheers. It's okay. My favorite Cheers character is Harry the Hat. Oh, he's he's Harry the, Anderson. Yeah, he's Harry Anderson. He's the he's con man. Good. Like my biggest dream is to do a walk-on role on a show as a con man yeah. that everybody loves. The con well, man with the heart of gold. 
<laughs> Jeff, if you ever come up north, do I have a shitty bar for you to visit? It's called Cheers. <laughs> Cheers and is okay. I was never that big into it, like I said. But like, I never yeah. liked it. Uh, Harry the Heck got a spinoff, sort of. He became a judge, and then he made Night Court. Fucking saxophone, man. Cool as fuck. Fucking love that show. And didn't that get a crossover in 30 Rock where, like, the members of Night Court yeah, like, they, reassemble to be on 30 Rock? Yeah. yeah. But they play themselves as actors. As actors. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's really funny, though. Um, before we go tonight, I wanted to point out that we just got, like, literally one minute ago a comment on YouTube. Finally. Uh, one comment. On M-Class Emails episode 18. Okay. This will be 19. Oh, this is 19. Shit. And uh, Dunder Jones says, Nobody in the world needed to see Han Solo's origin story, so they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> what? <laughs> was he, like, miscommenting on something? Or did we no, talk about Han no. Solo? We talked about Han Solo in it, I but, like, remember. we talked about how Solo didn't do well. Yeah, and yeah. that was his response. Nobody like, wanted to see it, so they didn't. I, that's pretty funny. I just like how it's just no context. Just, <laughs> here's my response. This you is talked like, for two hours, but here's my response yeah. to that one thing. This is my problem with answering YouTube comments. Is I don't yeah. know what the fuck I said. Like, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I have no memory. Anyway, um, God, what a great episode we just did. Thank you. Nailed it. Thank you for writing in, everybody. I'm sorry, Kyle, that I truncated your email a little bit about uh, some dumb fucking Republican's opinion. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But I still, I still appreciate Kyle sending. I appreciate in. that he did that. He did. Yeah. He suffered more than we did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Suffered, we suffered like, greatly listening to two seconds I, of that idiot talk. I appreciate so. the desire to reach across the aisle, but I'm not going to do it. You can't rationalize with crazy people. It's yeah, like, you can't. Like I don't know. Not I'm that I'm like the crazy, liberal though. that conservatives hate the most, except I'm not uh, brown or gay. I mean, not yet you're not. You haven't really tried, though, have you? Maybe one day. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be brown, but maybe gay. You could be the mayor. He could be the mayor. Hey, is that an invitation? <laughs> it's your choice. <laughs> I like how this has just followed me. I love it. Um, four more years. Four more, four years. more years. Oh no! I would like to thank Kevin Cole for being on oh, our program. Thank I'm you, Kevin. So sorry for everything, <laughs> but I loved every second of it. Hell yeah! It's always a treat to have you on, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> I would like to th- be here. I would like to thank Josh Henderson for being my friend. Uh, you don't have to thank me. I get paid for it. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> the truth comes out. Yes, for the two years we were doing the show, I was secretly getting paid to be your friend. Damn, no wonder we can afford this spacious studio that we're oh, recording God, this it's in. So, uh, it's, so, it's so good. We have like four air conditioners. We're so rich. I like how your version of rich is having multiple air conditioners. <laughs> Dude, because that's like my dream, just to like have air conditioners on all the time. Oh my God. Except and then a the teleporter way. to the pizza store. <laughs> no! Just one way. No! Just one way, baby. 
It's silly. What do you? You have to have a replicator there too, so you can replicate a car to drive it home, and then you got to have another replicator at home to put the car in to recycle it. Why wouldn't you just use the replicator to make another teleporter? <laughs> what? You're like mixing and matching the one sp- like sci-fi item we're allowed to have. Either you get teleporters, or you get uh, the other thing, the replimat replicators. <laughs> You get the pizza one stores. The None of this is real. You know, pizza stores pizza exist, store. Kevin. Cut you out can. the middleman. Get rid of the pizza store. You can't yeah. condition the air, guys. <laughs> the air just is, guys. Look, just get a replicator and make a pizza. Just do the Jeff Pennington way. Or do the Josh way and don't eat pizza and then just do whatever you want. No, uh, I don't like I that the, way. I need the pure pizza hall. The pizza hall. Can we replicate a car that runs on pizza hall? Could you imagine if, like, you went up to the fucking gas station and there's, like, a little man who's making a pizza and he he fixes the pizza for you and shoves it into your car? Is it bad that I pictured, like, a super Italian steering? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) And even in my my imagination, he went, like, you want the pizza? (laughs) Is that bad? And I'm Kevin. Mamma mia, Kevin's here. <laughs> Mamma mia, you needed the fuel for your car. If Nintendo can do it, I can do it, all right? That's right. Oh, Nintendo makes a super racist Italian character and makes two of them. Oh, that's... And everyone flips they out and they like love him. four of them now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess Waluigi is Italian. Wario, Waluigi, Mario, Luigi... Uh, fucking who knows toads maybe italian who knows i think daisy's, daisy's irish though. daisy's jewish i think what nah. daisy comes from the desert she yeah. lives in a desert kingdom yeah israel oh <laughs> the chosen people come on okay i'm so sorry if like you're waiting till the end of this podcast to, like poop or something <laughs> i am <laughs> just you should have pooped while listening we can't hear you yeah, just take it with you to the poop room. Jerking you around. You're doing great, if that's what you did, by the way. <laughs> the poop room? <laughs> yeah, the poop room. All right, thanks, Kevin. Uh, find us on Twitter, at mclasspodcast. Send us an email, mclassemail at gmail.com. Thank you. Real, follow real Ke- Kevin Cole, spacekings.space. Yeah. yeah, follow <laughs> Kevin at realkevincole on Twitter, and go to spacekings.space. I went there, it's amazing. For Space Kings and Space. Buy Hack on wherever you want. Itch.io. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody.